Hey everyone, welcome back to Chew on This. This is your host, Sandy. And this is your other host, Brie Cheese. So this week we're going to be talking about things that happened, whether it was this week or last week, things that have caught our eye, things we just want to talk about. So uh, I'm going to get straight into just saying that the Elijah McLean case has been reopened. I don't mean to say that I knew what it was before. I did hear about it this week from you, actually. Mm -hmm. And basically, it was this 23-year-old black man who was murdered. Some would say. A lot would say. Uh Uh-huh. In Colorado. And it happened when he was getting an iced tea from, like, a gas station or something like that. And... He was wearing a ski mask. Someone thought that he was a threat because of that. Um, He had earphones in or headphones on and didn't know what was happening. Four cops showed up, didn't know what it was all about, and he fought back. One of the things that the article said was that footage wasn't really captured, right? Like they had troubles with the camera footage or... Not much has been released. Mm -hmm. They said that the body cams fell off of the police. Something like that, which is how secure are they? Kind of weird. At this point, they should be pretty secure on there, uh, ready to go, ready to be professionals and ready to do your job. (laughs) Uh, I mean, they were just like... (sighs) I've never seen one, actually. I don't know how, how it gets clipped on or... Anything I think it like is that. just, like, clipped on. But but the thing about this case is that there were just, like, I guess you could just say some unsolved answers in the case that when the autopsy came out, basically, his cause of death was undetermined because, as you said, that he had, okay, he resisted contact, so basically they had to restrain him, they had to then arrest him, and then in doing all of this, they place him into a carotid hold, which places pressure onto your carotid artery, Where is the carotid artery? On the, on your neck. Well, not just on your neck, but, but it's like the pulse, where you, when you check your pulse, is that yeah. what it is? So they did that, and then they also um, gave him what they say was a therapeutic dosage of ketamine, which was used to sedate him, and then suffered a cardiac arrest and essentially died right so they aren't sure if he died from effects to the drug or Mm. like i guess from the cardiac issue itself i don't know i was confused but basically the cause of death was undetermined because i guess there were a lot of different factors as to what had like gone into it so that was a bit confusing I don't know. And then another thing that just stood out to me was the fact that an officer is caught saying, like, on the footage, if you don't calm down, like, I'm going to send one of my dogs on you. Mm. And the reason, I don't think we said, the reason that he was wearing a ski mask, an open face ski mask, is because he was anemic. So he liked to wear this because I guess his face would get cold. And then also another thing not mentioned was that the reason why the cops were called on him, I believe it's because he was dancing to his music or like waving his arms or something like that. So I guess somebody just saw 
somebody with a ski mask waving their arms, which is, you know, like reasonable, I guess I would say to like, be like, this could be a suspicious person. I think I would get a bit scared if I saw somebody with a ski mask. I think that's kind of weird. You know, I wouldn't go, oh, he's probably anemic. So I think that's understandable, but I just think that it, it wasn't right how this excessive use of force went down and how that, how Elijah is now dead. It just doesn't sound like it was handled peacefully or trying to understand what he would, why he was wearing the mask or something like that, you know. But again, we don't really know much details and that's why they are opening up the case again. The family has been trying to fight against this for over a year now and I'm excited to see where it goes. Most likely we will update you <laughs> when we do hear more, but um, I'm interested to see how they're going to start that, how they're going to reopen it, who is going to be in charge of that, that isn't biased or anything like that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So we also want to celebrate that this past Monday, June 15th, the Supreme Court ruled, amended really the Civil Rights Act of 1969, which protects discrimination against race, color, religion, sex, or national origin. And now it's been extended to gay and transgender workers. So gender identity and gender, no, gender identity and sexual orientation, which is surprising that it took so long (laughs) to get approved. Should have already been a thing, but it's not. The one thing that stood out to me, as I know stood out to a lot of people, is the fact that, you know, the main author was Justice Gorsuch, who is a very conservative justice appointed by Trump himself. And he was, you know, one of the people that voted for this. So it, him and a Chief Justice Roberts. So, again, who is also conservative. So... Yeah, I don't know. It was it was interesting to hear that. That's for sure. I did hear that he based it off of I think it was called textualism or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't remember what it meant though, but he he basically said, "Oh, well, it's not cuz I really like am for the Yeah, movement. yeah. <laughs> yeah, sadly, yeah. It, it's and it sucks because people are like, "Oh, the Supreme Court finally, you know, has some humanity after all. <laughs> and when I was reading what the justices had to say on this case, or technically what they wrote on it, it was, yeah, it was, to me, it sounded more like semantics, kind of. So basically, his main case that Justice Gorsuch had to say was, in the original, you know, law, it says, you can't discriminate ba- basically based on sex. This is how I took it. You have to take sex into consideration when you are taking into consideration sexual orientation. So the example that he gives is if there are two employees and, you know, and one employer, and let's say both of them are attracted to men. But in this case, you're taking into consideration their sex, one of them, one of these employees being a male, one of them being a female, but again, both of them are attracted to men. So I guess his case is that, you know, you have to take their gender and you're taking their gender into consideration when you take into consideration their sexual orientation. At least that's how I took it. 
they kind of just left things up in the air in terms of how bathrooms would work or how locker rooms would work. And and they kind of just said, like, well, that's for, like, future cases. Um, and I was like, well, why couldn't we just solve this now? Yeah. Uh, so, and I get it. I mean, this is all they were trying to do was just redefine, you know, what, what this was saying. Yeah, I think it's great that, you know, they have passed this new law now. The only thing I think that I heard mentioned is how do you prove discrimination? Like, it's kind of difficult sometimes. In this case, it may be more obvious, but... We'll see, you know, on we'll see if any cases come up or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think in the case of the transgender case that they took into consideration was Amy Stevens, and she worked as a funeral director for, you know, many years, I, I would say. And then when she finally told her boss, or she worked at a funeral home, I'm sorry. And then when she finally told her boss, hey, I'm, I've, I'm actually like... I don't know if she said, you know, I used to be a man or I'm like transitioning into a woman. I believe it was that she said that she was transitioning to be a woman. Two weeks after that, he fired her. And okay, that's... So yeah, that's where it's like really pretty obvious. Pretty obvious. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And I think it gets tricky because, you know, when this passed, this is obvious. How can people still not want this? Then, you know, you do have to take into consideration religion, which was brought up of people being like, well, will my religious freedom still be protected? Basically, you know, can I still exp- like, how do I express that without also being discriminating, if that makes any sense? I guess if somebody applies and they're gay, applies to your this position and they're gay or transgender or whatever. I guess that's just kind of like where the confusion is and you just don't support it because your religion does not support it. And it's like, okay, well, how, I don't know why you would live like that, but it's just like, well, that's just how I live. You know, like how are you still protecting my religious freedoms Mm -hmm. while also if I tell this person no, simply because already I'm like, okay, no, I'm sorry. I just, I can't. I can't work with you. Maybe they're being really respectful. You know, I, I'm sorry, but I just can't. Like, our morals and values just do not align, I guess. I don't know what their thinking is, but but basically, you know, my religion does not support you, i.e. I do not support you. So I think it gets a bit tricky. Um, I hadn't thought of that because, I again, I hadn't thought of that. Why? Because I, I'm not like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I hadn't thought of it either. It was only until it came up. No, but it's great that, you know, we hear all these different scenarios and it makes us think, how would you apply it here? And are there scenarios where it gets tricky? You know, mm-hmm. yes, it's a, a, an accomplishment. It's something to celebrate now that it's officially in law. But other than that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I did want to mention also that I learned just yesterday that there is, I don't know if it's a national holiday, but it's a day of recognition called Stonewall Day. Um, and it lasts June 28th through July 3rd. That's what I read. I could be wrong, but there's even like a festival happening. I don't know if it was just a one day thing. I'm, I'm not too sure, but Kesha... Barack Obama was going to be there, just like different celebrities talking about Stonewall Day um, and performing. And basically what it is, is acknowledging when and where the gay rights movement, the LGBTQ 
movement began, which was in New York when this bar called the Stonewall Inn was Mm -hmm. raided. And at the time, um, it was not safe. It was more unsafe for the LGBT community to exist. And so they would actually hang out at bars where they felt that they could, you know, express themselves freely. And so the police began to notice that because there was actually a law that you couldn't be gay in New York. I think I could. Yeah, they weren't able to express who they were. And there was a law that if they even suspected that you were gay, like you would be fined or Mm -hmm. um, if you dressed not according to your gender yeah you would be fined or you would i don't know be detained or some sort of thing which is crazy to think that that would happen now it's like are you kidding me and this was not that long ago yeah so there were all these police ratings happening in these bars and the stonewall inn was one of them i'm not exactly too sure what happened but it was a monumental event because Mm-hmm. The people fought back, and then they started protesting in their own way, and now it's come to be known as Stonewall Day. So I thought that was really cool, and, and how did we not know about this? Well, I didn't know about this. Did you know about this? I've heard about the Stonewall riots. I yes. just heard, like, that term, kind yes, of. Yes, that is what it was called. I didn't really know more details. I think I just knew that it was for the lgbtq community but i didn't know i don't think i knew even that it was in new york i i didn't know more details into it but i did you know read about it recently and that's good yeah (laughs) but yeah i mean i think it's great that people are celebrating this i I think it's great yeah i I didn't know about it um i'm glad i know about it now and again finding another way to support the lgbtq community in our own way you know that's that's another thing that i'm looking forward to you know and like how can we support that community how can we empower them and celebrate this victory and then also stonewall day which is an important day to Mm. them so that's really cool touching on on that continuing with that um i have been watching transparent Mm -hmm. The Amazon original show, which I didn't realize came out in 2014. So it's been a long time. Yeah. Six years. Yeah. And I remember learning about it back when it first came out and it received all these awards. And I can see why (laughs) I'm still in the first season. I think I'm on episode seven or so. And it's been a roller coaster of ups and downs. I really do like how they focus not only on this father who has become a trans woman but really highlights how everybody in their own way is going through their own unique situations that um, some people can relate to it's great i think it's a great show to to learn more about how coming out to your family affects affects them in each way like individually depending on who they are and it's been really, I, I've cried a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been really sweet, and I recommend that you watch it when you get a chance. In addition, like adding, <laughs> add it to the bottom of your long list of shows. Your long watch. list of shows. Uh-huh. <laughs> One interesting thing that happens there is that the character, when he is 
realizing that he doesn't just like to dress up in women's clothes, but he's actually identifying as a woman. He goes off to this camp, and it's a transvestite camp. And it's so interesting to see how realistic they portray it, because I learned about transvestites when I took human sexuality at, in college. We had two, two transvestites visit our class. In the show and in real life, when these two transvestites came to visit us, their wives support them. It's so interesting. They will dress out, they will dress up, mm. and they will go out with their wives. And, you know, it's like, it's so, what do you, what do you think about that? You know, like, I think, I think that's great. You know, I, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that really shows that you will support somebody that's true love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have heard of that. Personally, I don't know any transvestites or, you know, any men who like to dress up as women. But yeah, I think I think that's great. Yeah, so they go to this camp. And, and what I thought was interesting is there's a moment where the main character who's, he's super excited. He's uh, made a friend who also is transvestite. And so they go off to this camp together. And yes, they meet like they meet new people there, and it's really nice to see how everyone's like welcoming and they're like dancing and you know they're dressing up. And one thing I learned from my class was that transvestites don't like it when you say like should I call you a he or or are you a dude like dressed up. And it's really important to recognize that they feel the same way that we do, which is I've dressed up and I want you to compliment me. Mm. And I want you to call me a lady because that's who I am right yeah. now. You know, yeah. and I thought that was really highlighted in in the show. And it just made me so happy to see them get excited <laughs> when they first go out in in drag or oh. in, you know, dressed up as women. Mm. They are so, it really is a show that brings it all together in you know, that first day where you, like, dress up and you go out in public and they, like, giggle when this man in, in the hotel room says, like, hey, ladies, or or, or <laughs> talks to them like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And it it's just so heartwarming. But one thing I want to point out that the show also portrays is there's a moment where the friend has to call his wife, right? And he hears, the main character hears his friend calling his son and his voice all of a sudden becomes very masculine he becomes this like like yeah bro and like you have to man up and mm -hmm. he says all these things that contradict with what they're about i guess you know which is like expressing femininity and mm -hmm. and do you get what i'm saying yeah like, i feel like i'm taking it as wrong because he is somebody who this transvestite friend is being very comfortable basically not subjecting himself to like gender norms and is now telling his son to subject to these gender norms yes thank you <laughs> thank you and these two two transvestites that came into my class were also the same i remember i asked them do you support the lgbtq community and they said no and it was really shocking to hear that because it it was like while well, you're you're the you're within that classification i guess you're within that community how mm -hmm. can you say that and they were like we could care less about them 
So it was really shocking and eye-opening. And that's what I have to say that the show portrays very realistically because there's another conversation at this camp that they have where they talk about someone, a friend who used to come to these camps and has now become transitioned to a trans man or woman and they judge them. And that's exactly how these two transvestites were. They had that same attitude. Yeah, they judge them and they're like, wow, I mean, one thing is to dress up as women, but to actually like go through the whole process. Wow. You know, (laughs) that's why I'm saying this conversation where the main character is standing next to his friend. He's like telling his son, like, you got to man up and blah, blah. It's so interesting to see how they still have this so-called toxic masculinity while they themselves are dressing up as women and expressing themselves in a way that is not, um, that is also like sometimes unacceptable in people's eyes. Wow. Um, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, again, that's just so like weird, I guess. It's just so like, I don't know. It's like, um, a minority being racist or something you know it's like what are you doing like to somebody else who is a minority i think that's wow i'm not saying that that's everyone uh Mm -hmm. i I don't i want to discourage that right Mm -hmm. it just so happens that the show portrays the same perspective as the two transvestites that came to visit my class and and yeah i mean it's probably not like that but it was just I thought that the show kind of brought it more to life from what I learned in that class. Another thing I learned was that one in six men are transvestites, which was really shocking to hear. So I don't know. It was just interesting to hear that. But these little um, details that... I mean, I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's just like, dude, like, you you, you know, you have a sadly, I guess, uh, considered a bit different, you know, or you've gone through like a different experience and, and different is good. But I feel like they would also relate with somebody who is also different in that way. And and I guess it's like frustrating kind of because mm-hmm. it's like, well, what do you what do you mean? <laughs> like. Not saying that they should, but, you know, I would just think that they would understand a bit more or relate a bit more. Maybe not even, like, okay, like, I have to go out to, like, a pride march or something. But I would think that they would at least be like, yeah, for sure, you know, love is love, whatever, you know. But the fact that... I think maybe they... I guess because to them they still feel... They still know that they're heterosexual, and so it's just... They just so happen to put on a wig instead of a hat or, you know, a skirt instead of pants, heels instead of shoes or sneakers. And they still have these ideals. Some of them, you know. And so the character in this in this show, you could see that he's distancing himself, starting to understand that this is not my community. Mm -hmm. So... It's it's a really good show. You should watch it. It's really, really good. And I hate to take over the conversation here. Um, please tell me what you had to talk about. What you want to talk about. Throw it at us. One thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that there are, like, or as of late, I've been hearing all these sexual allegations come out. First, it started off with Ansel Elgort. What? Who is... 
I would say a, a, a movie and and oh, I was gonna say like a movie star, an actor who's an actor. I got an English <laughs> for five seconds. Who's an actor? I would say most popularly known for the fault in our stars and baby driver and he came out and like fully denied it and then immediately after that there was like another thing that came out where this girl was like i was inspired by her story and so now i want to talk about my sexual allegations against justin bieber and then like the thing that was interesting about that was so she you know i read her story part of her story is that they basically met up at the Four Seasons. And Justin is like, but I wasn't even at the Four Seasons that night. And she says the date and everything. And he like even provides receipts mm. and showing like, look, the night that she said that, I wasn't even at that hotel. I guess there was some sort of like issue with the hotel or something like that. And he's like, we wound up staying at an Airbnb actually. And I was also with my girlfriend at the time, Selena Gomez. And he's just like, so... Basically, none of your story adds up, and also, it's not true. And I think now he's seeking to, like, sue this girl. But, like, Mm. yeah, so she came out with sexual allegations. And then after that, I heard that some of the cast of Riverdale, uh, which is a CW TV show, were also accused. And all of them, like, the entire cast came back, like, outraged, basically, saying, this is totally false. We totally believe in we believe the stories of sexual assault victims but when you make false claims it really hurts those that are actually saying it and so then now they are also seeking legal action so it's like it's it's kind of you know i I don't know it that right now it's kind of like he said she said and then after that it was just like it was just yeah it was three cast members i believe of riverdale who were accused of sexual assault i think it was cole sprouse lily reinhardt and Mm. kj apa and yeah and they were just like these are totally untrue and the other cast really reinhardt what do you mean like she was accused of yeah and then but the way that these things came out were that they were made by like i mean but then it could also be like if i if i was a victim maybe i just don't want anyone to know but the way that these were made they were posted anonymously by like a twitter account that had no other tweets or anything it was just posted Mm. like just like that and then that was the only thing that they said it was kind of weird that it was against three of the cast members i don't know and then i heard more like it was just sexual uh, allegations after sexual allegation where now it's made against the comedian chris delia i don't know if you know who that is I, he's hairy yeah okay yeah. sure okay. uh, uh i kind of like out there he kind of has his like yeah. eric andre persona in a way Eric uh, Andre is more crazy. I, yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know if I would compare anyone to Eric Andre. He's on another level. Um, But, yeah. No. Shout out to Eric Andre. Eric fucking Andre. Love you. Um, yeah, so the point is this comedian, yes, is it just gets tricky because as much as, I don't know, I, I guess I, I'm struggling to see where I stand on this because, yes, I want, like, I want to believe you. But also, I don't think I can say that right now as much as, I feel like other people are more open to, like, somebody says it and they're just like, okay, I believe you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I want that to be my view. I really do. But I guess the, like, small, like, cynicist in me is like, 
but what if they're lying? Sadly, what if they're lying? Yeah. Like, I just don't think I could say that without, you know, it being proven in the court of law. Sadly, I just think as much as I want to say, I believe you, you know, again, I just go back to the fact that so many things. Well, there can be malice behind it. There can be uh, truth behind it. There can be... I mean, like, yeah, like, even, like, screenshots can be, you can change that, yeah, and, and other things, but I guess I just can't immediately say that, that's, like, my thing, like, I can't immediately just accept the fact that you're telling the truth, because sadly, I just don't think that's the way the world works. (laughs) Well, I, I struggle with that, too, because I can be biased, and I can, if someone looks like the stereotypical pervert (laughs) or something that I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, he he did it, you know? Um, so I struggle with that too. And in trying to determine, and it's interesting because I have thought about this for a long time. Are we a society that chooses guilty before innocent Mm -hmm. or innocent before guilty? Or do we change when we want to? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because at times it does feel like guilty until Mm -hmm. proven innocent Mm -hmm immediately it does not follow Mm -hmm. what the justice system is is founded on which is innocent until proven guilty so it's iffy and it reminds me of there was this play that came out a while back called oleana and it's about this student who i think she's going to harvard or some sort of prestigious school and her professor who's tenured and i think she she doesn't do well in his class and so she tries to like talk to him about it like can you can you help me out here yada yada and he says no and you just see them like she goes to his office hours she gets upset and she basically claims sexual allegations against him um or sexual harassment Mm -hmm. But it's not like anything like that happened. So it's interesting to see. And this book was presented to me by my English professor in college who was a liberal and would bring these books to us for us to read. And that was one of them. And he was saying, in a way, saying women can use this power of will believe you in a malice way. And we should be careful of that. So I guess I just uh, feel like I, I when the need evidence. when the Me Too movement came out, I was very like that. Like I was very like, yes, believe all women. Speak up, girls. Like I will believe you. Like I will blah, blah, support blah. you. Yeah, yeah. You know, which I will. But I I guess I just can't be like some of these usually sadly, I don't know, like they're like posted to Twitter or something or basically social media. Somebody will come out, write their story. I guess I just can't believe a story like that. I guess when stuff like that happens, I feel like people comment and they're just like, wow, I knew it. Or I don't know, you know, like, (laughs) wow, that asshole. Like, I guess I just can't say that. Yeah, I can't crucify this person. Yeah, man or woman until I have sadly a bit more evidence I, I guess I'm talking more to like stories where it's just a story and again it's like it I guess it's just hard for me because it's like I want to believe you but I also know that sadly there are some people who for some weird fucking reason would take advantage of this or or just say it just to say it you know I don't know but 
Yeah, it's tough, and this is why, you know, there needs to be a trial or evidence or yeah, something, you know? Yeah, of course, yeah. In the case of Christelia, I thought it was really interesting because, and this is kind of where, you know, I was like, where my mind, I just had like a big mind fuck because one of his close friends is Whitney Cummings, mm-hmm. who is another, I would say, popular female comedian, and... She's I think great. he's like, yeah, she's great. And I think they, they've publicly been friends for a while. I think even best friends. And the point is, she came out and was just like, wow, like, I'm just so shocked. I can't believe this. Wow, like, you know, I never would have thought this. And and in his case, he was like grooming underage girls or trying to get them to send nude pictures to him. But the point is, like, she basically already came out kind of already condemning him. and. Again, somebody who's like a close friend. And then I just started thinking, what if uh, I started thinking of my guy friends? What if somebody came out and said that about them? What would I do? I don't know. You know, and I I feel like I have a lot of guy friends. and I don't know what would happen if somebody were to say this person was asking for underage pictures. You know, obviously they are in a different position as they have more money and they are older but nonetheless you know I just I didn't know what I would do but what some people said in response to her already condemning Chris who again has been her friend for a while people were like yes bless her wow like she's really strong she put aside the fact that this is my friend and believe these women and then other people said you know well what happened to innocent until proven guilty bro this is your friend wouldn't you support them so it's like tough I was like I really don't know it's interesting yeah yeah I'm like do I support her do I I didn't know at first I was like that's really strong of her I'll put aside her feelings for a friend but yeah yeah, um I think I think yes I think we we should support her if it's true yeah of course but Mm -hmm. that's pretty crazy how you know yeah she was able to separate that unless she had some sort of like reason to yeah like, oh, yeah, I have seen in the past he's kind of this, you know, or yeah. like, you know, not maybe towards me, but yeah. I have seen like he said these comments mm-hmm. or something or like think a reason to believe why she would she would think that. I mean, the way her statement again, I don't remember what she said word by word, but basically it seemed like she was in shock. So I would think that she had no reason to think that. I would hope she didn't keep supporting him, even if she did think that that was a possibility. But, and it's, you know, it's very funny because he actually comes out in the show, the Netflix original, You, and he plays like a pedophile in that show. So like, I know. And so he's like digging his grave kind of. And so like, I know. Yeah. So I don't think that that helped his case. And then also I think Hughes comes out in another show. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. And he also plays another character where it's like, like he's like a a pedophile. And like that, that episode got deleted actually. It, It was, um, Wow, I can't remember the name of the show, but that episode is now deleted. You cannot find that episode anywhere um, after that came out. Yeah, so it's like two instances where he, he plays like a character who's like, uh, I think in You, I think he's, yeah, he's like a pedophile for, for underage girls, I believe. And so, so it's just like, I know, I know. And so then people are like, okay, well, you know. Of course he's a pedophile. Yeah, so. He plays it well. I don't. <laughs> 
Oh, oh yeah, he played it real well. So it's just, it's, I'm like, oh, dude, like, if you are innocent, like, why'd you have to play those roles? But, you know, <laughs> if you're not, like, then wow. Um, So. Oh, God, that sucks. Yeah. It just sucks that this happens mm-hmm. in general. And I did want to comment on how you were thinking to yourself, what would I do if I had a friend in this situation, if I was a, I mean, I'm sure you're not thinking if I was a high profile, but you know, just being in this situation, what would I do? I can tell you what a friend of mine did. Well, like a a group of friends that um, I used to be close with before. And one of them did uh, do something like that to another friend. And what happened was that the whole friend group, some of them stayed with him and being friends with him and some of them didn't. Um, For me at that point, I wasn't close to that guy anymore. So. But in this case, it was, it was true. It was obvious. Like it was. He admitted or. He did. He denied it. Okay. Or actually, you know what? No, 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 no. I think he did admit it. Okay. I think he did admit it, and uh, which makes it more uncomfortable. But to know that he did that, but um, so basically, from my understanding, he was groping a friend who, a female friend who was drunk. She was like knocked out, and I think when she woke up, she like felt him doing that or something like that, or some. No, I think maybe someone walked past and saw him doing that. Okay, which is disgusting. It's disgusting. I, I wasn't sure what to think. I was like, really? How um, many years ago was this? Maybe five years ago. Okay. Something like that. I'm not too sure. But yeah, I mean, all we did was just stop talking to him. And like, we were not friends with him anymore. And and again, like I, at, that, at that point, like I wasn't really talking to him anymore. And I, I don't know if... if like no legal action she no. didn't she didn't say she didn't she okay. didn't do anything she just like stopped talking to him again i was at that point i wasn't really like in the friend group anymore so i didn't really know what exactly happened but i do know that she like mentioned it but i'm not sure exactly what she said about it or how she felt about it or anything like that but yeah that happened that happened you know it, it's more common than we think than we want to accept and and it is like, what would you do? I mean, if the victim is saying it, like, yes, I believe her. Mm-hmm. I believe her. Mm-hmm. I don't know why one of us would say something like that about yeah. another friend. Yeah. So I, I believe it. It does get tricky. It does get tricky. I it do can f- be tricky. I do feel like it, it, it's, it's a slightly different for these people because they're celebrities. I don't know. I just feel like it's slightly different. Yeah, like in this case, it's like a small friend group and it's like, what what does she have to lose, you know? In that case, I feel like it's, it could be like money or, you know, or maybe, I don't, I don't know why somebody would do that, but I just feel like it's slightly different, but still nonetheless, yeah. Yeah, and then I ran into that friend and... The female friend. Yeah, actually, I did, I did not that long ago, maybe last year or something. Mm-hmm. But we were never really close, so I, you know, and then I completely forgot about that, actually. Mm-hmm. No, but I met, I ran into the guy oh. because I was dropping off another friend. We didn't know that he was going to be there, 
But again, like I said, some friends stayed being friends with him. Point being that we ran into him and luckily it was just a high and by thing. But yeah, it was... I mean, I have no intention of becoming friends with this guy at all. So, yeah. I mean, some people stuck by him. Um, I did hear another close friend of mine at the time who was on his side Mm -hmm. um, and said, like, why would he do that or something like that? I'm not sure. Like I said, it was a while back. Maybe it was Mm -hmm. seven years ago. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting how we, how each one of us will act in a certain situation. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I do feel like there is a certain bias. I guess for me, even though, even though, uh, yeah, I guess in, in terms of these celebrity cases, even though, you know, I am skeptical to believe. Like, I'm still also not dismissing it. Yeah, like, I'm not also saying, like, it's not not true. Just give me maybe some, you know, but then it's, like, difficult because I feel like, what if there is no evidence? Like, in some cases, okay, maybe there's, like, a screenshot or something, like, oh, they messaged me or something. But then in some cases, I feel like it's, like, what if it's a singer and they're like, hey, like, let's meet up after the show, which I think was the case for the Justin Bieber allegation. They were like, oh, do you want to meet Justin? Or something like that. Like, he did, like, a secret show. And that they were like, oh, would you like to meet him? And then I believe he asked her to, like, come back to his room. So, yeah. So then it's like, well, how do you prove that that didn't happen? In that case... Justin did provide receipts again then it's like well how, how does do you... he have receipts I think it was like an email of the manager saying sorry we're not going to be able to book you at the four seasons or it was something like that mm, it, like he oh, had okay. like he had more than he had like a whole bunch of proof I guess but then it's like well how do you know that that hasn't been doctored it's a lot of up in the air but wow. but then it's just like well what if he did stay at the four seasons for some weird reason what if he did and then so then it is really just a case of he said she said and and sadly you know but then in that case i think if it really comes down to like he said she said i think i i would have to believe the victim yeah wow i think if there's really no more like evidence or some for some weird reason it was one night and there's no physical evidence at all there's no videos or proof or anything and where it really is just, oh, him again, his word against mine. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's not what I have to say. I don't know. And I, I need to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to read into, like, the quotations and things like that to make more of a, a judgment. But yeah. Based on what you're saying to me, I'm like, oh, my yeah. goodness. I can't believe that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So should we talk about things that have made us happy this week or, <laughs> sure. or maybe to end this on a... On a light note, mm. it's it's the weekend, and let's 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 talk about good things. Well, one what thing have you that, enjoyed? One thing what that I, yeah, one thing that I told you that made me really happy, like really really happy, is the fact that I really like to collect succulents. Again, during the pandemic, the nursery that I usually go to was closed. And so they finally opened, I want to say like two weeks ago. So I finally went back. Oh, it was just the most calming thing to like pot my my little plants. Honestly, like, looking at soil and feeling it in your yeah. hands, it's just something else. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's something so pure. Yeah. I don't Yeah, I don't know. the earth. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's so... Yeah. I think it's the fact that it's like so easy because again 
I don't think I could be like a real time gardener. I know. Why? Well, maybe with time, with time. But like, are do you have you yeah. seen all the babies you have out there? <laughs> I mean, like stuff that's hard to take care of. Succulents are not hard. You still take care of them. Yes, and that's what matters to like an extent. But I mean, like taking care of something that's like tomatoes and action, like beets or something. Like I wouldn't know. Like I don't. I wouldn't know. You know, that's specific. I feel it like fertilizer. Yeah, like a like more watering, more care. You have to know more than and like succulents. I feel like for the most part, it's just just water them when you can, and then like <laughs> just put them out. You know, like that's it. So I guess it's because it's easy. Um, but I don't know. They're just they're like calming to look at. It makes me happy. I feel like a mom. I feel like I have burst these plants, even though I know I have not. But like, <laughs> I legit. I'm like these are my children. Yeah, they make me really happy. So that was that was really fun to go, and I kind of went crazy, and I spent a lot of money, but it's okay. Yeah, um, you know, you need to. We need to go out to Palm Springs and visit there. There's this place that has a what is it? A succulent garden, a cactus garden. Ah, uh, you would love it so much. Like, yeah. oh my god, I want to go back. I think about it every now and then, and it was just so. It's not that big, but. There is a greenhouse mm-hmm. where it has all these different varieties. There's a cactus that like grows like a fan. Oh. Have you seen like it looks like a clam? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, well, I'll Google it for you I don't think uh, later. I... Yeah. You've seen it. You've Maybe. seen it. Like um, a fan? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it kind of, it's like a chunky thing. I'm not I'm probably Maybe. not describing it really You're well. Not. But that's where, I first <laughs> that's where I first um, learned about fuzzy succulents, cacti. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that, you know. So, like, literally just going into this small greenhouse, it ha- they had so many varieties. They were selling some that were kind of pricey because it was like, oh, this is rare or whatever, right? Uh, yeah. Point being, we need to go out there. Yeah. It is... I went with mom. It was really nice. We took pictures there. I tried, I mean, I tried telling her if she could take a picture of me, which she did. Uh, it wasn't blurry. No, it wasn't blurry. It was just not like the best picture. Okay. Well. <laughs> but she did capture me smiling, like so giggly, like mm-hmm. just, oh my God. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you need to go. You need to visit it. Yeah. Just like walking in, to. it's this like, ah. <sighs> Sadly, I've I've been scared to visit my my plants are on our front porch and there is just this awful like it's like the mother of all wasps terrorizing me um personally I just feel like every single time I go outside it's there anyways this you have to just like see this thing in person because I was telling Bree and she just did not understand how big it's like the mom I don't know I think it might be pregnant or something I am terrified yesterday we were out there and it 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 came from hell it came from hell um I've never like if there is a wasp person out there you're gonna love this thing yeah if you're a, what do they call it? An ethno... I don't know. Those people, en, enti, en, entomologists? Is that what they're called? I don't know. Point being, they're like beetle people or yeah. like um, 
insect people mm-hmm. or point being you're gonna fucking love this thing because it's <laughs> huge it is terrifying it looks like a huge ant it's otherworldly yes like it's yes. maybe two inches big no you think so three inches i legit thought it was one of those like you know how they they're called oh, the murder hornet you know how they were saying that there's a wave of okay that's for another day let's not <laughs> scare people but there i don't know if you heard but there's like a whole bunch of murder hornets coming from know. asia anyways i thought it was one of those oh no i don't think it is i think but it's just like it's just huge it's huge but anyways but so uh, let's I see i actually don't know what a hornet looks like it looks just like a like a wasp no bigger I imagine I them fat. No, they're like reason. bigger. They're bit that thing. Okay, all right. Again, I don't want to end this on a bad note, but but that it's I watched a, a video of not okay. that specific species, but like its cousin or something like not the one that's coming <laughs> over, but like its cousin. And this guy, <laughs> this video of this guy, I was like, damn! It had, like it reminded me of, like bear girls or something. He like basically stung himself on purpose just to see what would happen. Who? Okay. Like, I guess, like, an adrenaline junkie kind of guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. This yeah, thing. Crazy. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't, I'm getting goosebumps. But this this thing was huge. Like, we know what wasps look like. And this thing was, oh, my God. Adrenaline. Was, yeah. For the adrenaline. He was like, let's get bit. Like, let's see what happens. I think he, like, starts hallucinating. <gasps> and, like, like all this. And this oh thing, like, God. swells up. I don't know why this guy did and he, he did it for like the gram, I guess. I don't know. He like films himself. Like that's how we know. And he was just like, yeah, like this is just its cousin. I think the 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 one that they have been claiming is coming over from Asia is, I don't know if it's bigger, but anyways, succulents make me happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's, oh, what's new with you? Oh my God. Okay. So speaking of hallucinations. Oh God. <laughs> I took acid, actually. I've had a very happy week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I attended a... It, it was advertised as a meditation. I think it, oh, yeah. it was called Moon Meditation or something like that, mm-hmm. right? And it was celebrating the new moon solstice, which I'm not too sure what it means. I Actually, no, I think it means like when there are eclipses that happen mm-hmm. um but that's it i'm not too yeah, sure not too point being that you know i attended this don't quote us medita- on that. don't quote us don't quote <laughs> us yeah i i did not i have not looked know. into that to be honest don't know about that one uh-huh. but it was really beautiful and it was super relaxing mm. and it, she had us the teacher had us doing like different mantras mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm sorry she had us doing different mudras which mean like different different positions of the hands mm-hmm. and the fingers specifically. So whether that be holding like your middle finger with your thumb in this, it, I mean, it could be like Spider-Man, <laughs> you know, like there's dip. So these different, even doing this, like holding all your fingertips together mm-hmm. means something. I'm not too sure what, but it was, it was really cool. And honestly, it releases tension or something really i'm not fucking kidding like yeah it was it was okay so i felt like i was high after i'm not kidding i'm not kidding i have not smoked in so long (laughs) i genuinely was i was feeling so euphoric and I'm still tripping out. Like, <laughs> just to be clear, this was an online thing. 
I'm not even kidding. I even told her. I was like, she knew that I had something to say after class. She <laughs> <laughs> saw your red eyes, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> she was like, Brie, like, hi, you know. And I was like, oh my god, am I the only one on the in the room now? Oh, you know, god. like in the chat or in the... <laughs> I was like, oh my god, because I was waiting. I was waiting her for her to be like, oh, if you want to ask any questions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, specifically, like, directed towards me. And I was like, oh, my God, am I... Okay, now it's just me and her. Now it's, like, kind of weird. I wanted to ask her, like, why did you say this, right? Which was, she was saying, like, if you meditate... Oh, no, if you stay in this mudra for, like, 32 minutes, like, you'll feel better or whatever. Or if you, like, do this other mudra for, like, 21 minutes, you know? And I was like, why is it so specific like that? So that was my question, and then, you know, she answered whatever, and then at the end, I was like, thank you so much, I am feeling zenned out, like, (laughs) I was like, I love this class, (laughs) (laughs) I, I went into it knowing that I needed some sort of release, Mm -hmm. I, I have to tell you, I still don't know, and she is a kundalini yoga practitioner, and that's a different type of yoga that has been that's more of like ritual from what I know. It's more of like chanting mm. and it's more of um certain poses and so because it does require like a certain breathing, stillness, chanting and things like that, it's been known to actually cause hallucinations or like kind of increase like i feel like i'm 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 just like i'm like (laughs) Like you're in a cult (laughs) (laughs) how dare you respect the yoga okay Um, but basically it's been known to i read that like some people can even experience panic attacks and that's when i started as i was feeling like elated i started getting worried because i was like oh my god oh my god, is that like the come down or something? Even though like I'm not high, you know? Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I read that it can uh, trigger panic attacks for people. So you have to be kind of careful. And it can also cause you to trip out. A trip lasting for days. And I was like, what the fuck? Is that what's going to happen to me? <laughs> yeah. Point being, it was a beautiful, amazing practice. I genuinely felt high. <laughs> and I loved it so much. Oh <laughs> like, I loved it so much. I felt so happy and I was like, oh, the world. I just, I felt so much relief. And that's all I got to say about like the best thing that happened Aww. to me this, this week. I was like, hmm. and I wanted to tell you about it that day. Cause I was like, can you believe like I naturally got high, oh, yeah. but I wanted to wait and talk about it huh. for for this moment. And Maybe happy. I'll try it. Out. <laughs> you should. She was no, really yeah, great. for sure. I, you know, I believe it. I feel like, I mean, I don't feel high, but like when I do yoga sometimes, and it's like a really good session. You know, after a couple of minutes in corpse pose, you know, after a whole session, I do feel like wow, kind of. You know, like I, I just feel like I just like. I don't know, like, I just went through so much in, like, a good way, and, and I will feel, like, really zenned out, you know, like, I do, I do feel like yoga does have that, that zenning, that's not a word, but I made it a word, and, um, (laughs) 
Yeah, so... So, I, you know, I believe you, really. I do think that there's just such a strong connection of, you know, mind and, and body and... And breathing. Yeah. And... and I think if, you know, you let it happen, then, yeah, I do think it could happen. So... Yes. Yeah, I... I... <laughs> so yes. Let's all get high off of yoga <laughs> and life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, um, thank you for joining us this episode. We had a lot of fun, a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of things we talked about, and we are now high. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, <laughs> no, but took a short break. Yeah. No. No. Okay, so thank yeah. you for tuning in with us. Thank you. We're really enjoying doing these episodes. And it's like two so far, but <laughs> <laughs> we're really enjoying Yeah, we are though. We are seriously doing this. We woke up really early this morning to be able to record and <laughs> avoid any sudden clanks or fireworks that have been happening in our neighborhood. So, which happen at all times of the day, it seems. So we had to wake up at five thirty a.m. <laughs> Thank you for supporting us. We hope you enjoy and have a beautiful week, day, night, morning, whatever. <laughs> I thought you were going to say life. <laughs> life. Have life. a beautiful life. <laughs> yeah. um, if you can, do some kundalini yoga. Look mm-hmm. into it. Do some meditation. Do some um, groundwork. And breathe. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>